What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling, it's not only tolerated, it's celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. But the bottom line is, I'm calling you out. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mic drop. Yeah. I watched the video. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like Steve's video. Do you see that? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I was doing Kevin's. Oh. At the end. Well, I didn't see it live. I fell asleep again, but. Oh, that's not on you, pal. Yeah. That's A on the WWE. Although, the f- opening match of Raw, that tag team triple threat. Yeah, that pretty was pretty fun. Good. It was. Um, but the rest of the show, nothing really to write home about. No. And I actually purposely shut it off. I was like, I got to get up early tomorrow, so I'll just see what's up later. <laughs> Apparently, well, Stone Cold's coming back. Apparently. Well. 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 I channel my hawk there. Uh, we As we sit down for the 103rd time, it is March 9th, 2022, and... On this day in pro wrestling history. Okay, 1970. WWF ran Madison Square Garden. Uh, One result kind of stuck out to me on this card. Killer Kowalski fought Waldo Von Erich to a curfew draw at 8 minutes and 34 seconds. So two things here. It must be during the time, like, when MS, when New York says your event's got to be over, your event's got to be over. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's almost like why start the match if they're only going to wrestle for eight minutes. Mm. Um, although a lot of the matches we see nowadays are shorter than that, I guess. But um, I just think that's funny. Like <laughs> 10 p.m., what the fucking bell rings? And it's like Howard Finkel grabs the stick, you know, the one that comes down from the ceiling at MSG. Yeah. And he's just like, this match is a draw. Like it's kind of weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and then Waldo Von Erich. That stuck out to us a couple times. Yes. And so I dug deeper into him, and Waldo Von Erich is a Canadian pro wrestler. He was the kayfabe brother of Fritz Von Erich. Okay. So he was uh, he was technically a member of the Von Erich family, but he's not. He wasn't that one. Do you remember we were like, there was like a weird brother or something? Yes. Like, it's not him. It's not that guy. But I also like that he they they put that uh, fr- uh, Waldo Von Erich played a, quote, villainous Prussian Nazi. And I was like, <laughs> you can pretty much just drop villainous. We all know. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a. <laughs> a lovable Prussian Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Friendly. Yeah. Humanitarian. Jews. <laughs> hugs yeah. I'm cool with Jews. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. 1991. Rick and Scott Steiner defeat Michael P.S. Hayes and Jimmy Garvin to become the NWA World Tag Team Champions in Montgomery, Alabama. And it would be during this run that the belts would be branded WCW. Ah. 1996. We got night two of ECW's. Big ass extreme bash. Uh, the weekend took place at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The biggest note that I had from the from the card was this was the final appearance of Cactus Jack before Mick Foley leaves for the WWF. Oh, that's fun. Uh, he defeated Mikey Whipwreck with a pile driver on a chair in his last match. So he doesn't even go out on a shield, man. Yeah, that's surprising, right? Yeah, usually if you're going to another promotion. You do, you do the, the jobs. That's right. Stare up, stare up at the lights. 2001. ECW officially cancels the March 11th Living Dangerous pay-per-view, which comes as little surprise since there was no venue booked, no television to promote it, and obviously no tickets available. Uh, basically, it was just a pay-per-view placeholder that gave some fans something to hang their hopes on. Mm. Uh, Paul Heyman was already doing color commentary for the WWF at the time, but this was basically the final nail in the ECW coffin. Um, imagine that, though. You're like, well, it's still on the cable box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have hope. Paul E. won't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Paul E. always comes through. Sorry, this check won't bounce. <laughs> uh, 2002. Dan the Beast Severin won the NWA title from 
Shinya Hashimoto. He would be the last NWA champion of the pre-TNA era. The title would be vacated three months later after Dan Severn failed to defend the title for TNA. Hmm. 2006, WWE released its entire SmackDown Juniors division, which consisted of Masquerita Sagrada, Suki, uh, Pequino Violencia, which I think means a little bit of violence, which I like. Oh, I like that. I do Just too. a little bit. Pequito Violencia. <laughs> um, might be my new name. Octaganito and Pyrita Morgan, which we've seen on, on Raw back in like 98 that we've been watching. Wait, are these all little people? And Super Porky. Sounds like it, right? Well, let me tell you. Okay. The uh, short-lived division mm. was announced in October 2005 by Teddy Long, who said that to be eligible, quote, one must be five foot one or shorter. Ah, Midgets, dwarves, the little people, they're all welcome. We don't discriminate against anybody on my show as long as they can bring it, player. That exact, <laughs> That's what he said. That huh? was the exact quote. Quote me on that. Uh, so that concept only lasted a mere four months before just being scrapped. Something new, though, you know? Yeah. Uh, 2008, TNA held their Destination X pay-per-view. Some results from that show. Curry Man. And Shark Boy defeated Team 3D in a fish market street fight. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Roode defeated Booker T in a stand by your man strap match. Interesting. What do you think that entailed? Maybe you're strapped to a buddy. Nope. No. Uh, they were str- they were strapped together. Okay. And their female valets, mm. whichever whichever one. The, the winning guy's gal got to give 10 lashes to the losing guy's ah, gal in the middle of the ring. There we go. The stand by your man. Okay. Brutal, brutal television from what I read. Um, also, Rhino defeated James Storm in an Elevation X match. Anything any, anything got there? I'm guessing that's just like their uh, destination like X match. Or it's something. a scaffold match. Oh, it is. In the shape of an X. Going from corner right. to corner. They used to just have like the beam that would be. It was in pretty sweet. Um I watched parts of it and you could tell like Rhino scared shitless up there. It's a big guy to be up yeah. there. Yeah. And at one point, like James Storm is underneath the girders and Rhino like figures out where he's at by like banging on it and then he like rips this piece of plywood <laughs> off and, and James Storm's underneath there. That's pretty fun. And then James Storm just spits beer up in Rhino's <laughs> face. It was pretty good. I just watched a little clip, a little clip ski on the uh, dark web. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't remember good. where I found it. Sometimes you go to something that like looks like YouTube, but it's nothing but uh, Russian text or you. Ukra- I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And you're just like, well, it's a weird wild web out there, isn't <laughs> we'll it? See what we get. So. <laughs> uh, 2009. Lots going on in the WWE this day in 2009. They released Afa Anawai, which was. Um, one of the, I guess it would be Afa and Sika, right? So yeah, the original Samoan. He right? was there for a, as a, uh, what am I trying to say? Mentor thing? Yeah, something like that. There's a word they use for it in the wrestling business. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, they also released Kizarni, probably <laughs> two sides of a s- completely different uh, coin there. Sin Bodhi, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> I do too. Uh, they announced Coco Beware for the Hall of Fame. And on Monday Night Raw from Jacksonville, Florida, JBL defeated CM Punk for the Intercontinental Championship, which made him the 10th ever Grand Slam champion. Ten of those, huh? Well, there's been, I think well, there's more been four now. or five since. Sure. But that's still pretty rare company. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. 2012. Jerry Lynn announces that he intends to retire at the end of the year, although that is eventually pushed to March 2013 to coincide with the 20th, 25th anniversary of his in-ring debut. Uh, the announcement comes during Pro Wrestling Syndicate's Supercard 2012 event, and I looked at the results on that one. There was some... I, I love anytime you get some of these like weird super cons. Mm-hmm. So you're like, who are they bringing in? You're going to see some weird matchups. 
Oh, yeah. Swaggle versus Danhausen. You know what I mean? Stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, that's a cheap plug ski for Water City Wrestling Con. You guys should get over there. That's right. Um, some good matches here. We got Matt Hardy versus Jay Lethal. Like it. Alex Reynolds versus Tony Nice. Mm. Marty Jannetty versus Balls Mahoney. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lynn versus Dan Moff. Oh wow! Yeah, and there's a bu- there's a bunch of other guys that just appeared on the card. Whether they were wrestling people, I didn't know or I didn't care. I don't know. Uh, birthdays. Let's see. We have one, two, three, four of them. Four, four of them. attempts. We got Brom Breaker's daddy, Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner, the dog face gremlin. Mm-hmm. Sixty-three. Sixty-one. All right. All right. Tiger Ali Singh. Remember we saw some vignettes for him on one of the retro Raws we watched not that long ago. Oh, right. Jeez. And that was 97. Carry the two. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Tiger is 43. 51. Ooh, went, went low. Uh, we saw her return at the Royal Rumble. I think she drew number two. Melina. 43. Nailed that one. Yeah. Went 43 in a row. Tw- I th- I, when you said 43 for Tiger Ali Singh, I'm like, there's no way he's going back to that well. I had a feeling. Uh, and last but not least, Nikita Koloff. Jeez. Nikita Koloff. Uh, let's go 74. <laughs> 63. Oh. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. Those ones are tough. When, like, that guy cut his teeth in, like, the AWA and stuff, and you're like... Yeah, I, I thought a lot older. Good yeah. for him. Retro Raw Review. It is the March 9th, 1998 episode, season 6, episode 10 on the Peacock. We are back at the Wheeling Civic Center in Wheeling, West Virginia. Or as my wife's grandpa would probably say, Wheeling, West Virginia. Oh. Uh, they get a sweet video package to open up the show that detailed the events from last week. You know, uh, Mike Tyson joining DX, basically. And then we start things off. Match number one, we got Farouk and The Rock versus Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock. Crowd super hot when this thing started off, too. Yeah. Rocky sucks chants are deafening. And then the I was like, did the tape just malfunction at one point? But yeah. it almost looked too good. Yeah, I was like, is this weird tracking? I'm like, is this supposed to happen? Well, <laughs> come to find out later in the show, it, this thing happens does. about every segment. So <laughs> yeah. it's bullshit. Blackman's so fast here, too. Very quick. Yeah. Nation of Domination interferes. They cause a DQ finish. The Rock wants a piece of Ken Shamrock. So he pulls Farouk off of him, the leader of the Nation of Domination, Takes all of his boys up the ramp, and then Ken gets the upper hand. And uh, Farouk's still not letting his guys get back in there. He's like, no. Yep, holds him off. That's what Rock wanted. You wanted the dog? You got it. Um, I think it was just a little bit of tough love. Mm -hmm. After that, we got Triple H and China. They're in the ring. Hunter's bragging about what happened last week to both Stone Cold Steve Austin and Owen Hart. Uh, Sean's there via satellite. He's at a restaurant having a beer, it looks like. Restaurant with these cool ass like hockey tables. Yeah. Do you notice that? Yeah. Those look awesome. <laughs> they looked very out of place in that establishment though. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. It looked too. like too nice to have hockey table bars, but or <laughs> tables. Hockey table tables. Hockey rink tables. Um after Sean's spiel, Triple H says that he has two words for all the audience. Suck it. Hunter then hops on the headset, does a little bit of commentary for match number two, which is Owen Hart versus Barry Windham. And the European Championship is on the line. More technical difficulties to start this match off. I was like, what is, are they going to show retribution outside, throwing rocks at a transformer? Yeah. Uh, lots of outside interference in this one. China low blows Owen, which caused a countout victory for Barry Windham. And Bradshaw hits the ring, and the former Blackjacks just start brawling. And then how about that replay that they show where Owen rolled his ankle in the ring? Did you see that? Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was like a 90-degree angle. I'm like, how is that snap not snapped? Must have a rubber ankle. Then we go backstage to Jerry Lawler for a word from Paul Bearer. 
This was some weird stuff. Paul wants to talk about what Kane did to Vader at No Way Out. But when the subject of The Undertaker is brought up, some strange stuff starts happening in this locker room. Yeah, it was like a, it looked like a, uh, like a boot bench. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a lid on it. <laughs> With a lid. So With one, a wood lid. One opens and shuts, and then Paul yells at Jerry. He's like, knock that off. <laughs> yeah. And King's like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And then they all started going off. How did they do that? I was wondering that, too. Because I went back and watched it a second time, like, strings or what? Like, I don't... I don't Once know how there they did was it. multiple sections of them. Yeah. It, 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 you know, at first I'm like, oh, that's an easy. Yeah, that's you an just easy have one trick. guy just yeah. out of camera lifting it. And I'm like, damn, that I don't know. Interesting. We asked Bruce Pritchard, but he'll never tell. He'll be like, it's the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, match number three: Aguila versus Brian Christopher. Typical awesome match from these light heavyweights. Yeah, this man. match was very fun. Got a, a corkscrew plancha. Moonsault. Yeah, the acai moonsault, like, onto the fucking ramp, basically. Oh, Sunset yeah. bomb off the apron onto the floor. I did like that. Dang, dude. And Brian did, like, a... I don't want to call it a... Maybe it is, like, a reverse pile driver, where he, like... Almost like a tombstone, but he just sits down. Yes. I was like, geez, that's... Mm. I don't I'll see that out. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a reason for that. Right. There was a bunch of other, like, weird shit going on in this one. Lights kind of dimmed, and then did they pipe in thunder sounds, too? Oh, if they did, I missed it. I think there was, like, thunder claps, <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on, dude? Uh, Jerry Lawler interferes, and thus the match goes to Aguila via disqualification. So he got three matches on the show so far. And three DQ finishes. This is mm-hmm. welcome to Monday Night Raw in the 90s. Then we see Stone Cold Steve Austin finally get to the arena. He wastes no time heading straight to the ring. No music. He doesn't even use the ramp. Uh, he says he feels disrespected that Vince McMahon called Mike Tyson the baddest man on the planet. And Vince, he, okay, before I get, Vince eventually comes to the ring, but I love when he finally gets him in the ring and Vince is like, Come on, Steve. It's figure of speech. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just I just love it. He's trying to explain it to right. him. It's so fucking awesome. He's not only the baddest man on the planet. I mean, uh, it's not, that's crazy talk. That's me, pal. Yeah. Um, I'm sh- I don't know. Well, So to get there, though, basically Stone Cold says he's going to sit in the ring until Vince McMahon walks his ass out there to have a conversation. First, we get Gerald Briscoe and Blackjack Lanza. They head out. Uh, trying to get Steve to just come to the back to talk, and he won't go. Demands Vince come out. Sarge comes out. <laughs> Next, we got Sarge. Same result. Then we see in the back, we can see Jerry Briscoe like trying to talk Vince into heading out there. You're going to have to go out there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I fucking loved. After Patterson comes out and some old-ass security guards give it one more go, Vince finally heads out to the ring. Austin berates him for several minutes. This is one of those instances, too, where it looked like Vince was actually getting a little pissed off here. Yeah. Like, I think some of this might had to have gone off script. For one, there's too much verbiage for it not to be at least a little bit ad-libbed. Mm-hmm. It goes on for between five and ten minutes, I feel. Right. So, I don't know. I just, I, th- I think he was getting pissed. And then he, d- Vince is not the guy that likes to look like a bitch, even if that's his character, because... Austin's just like, you want to hit me, don't you? Come on, hit me. And he's yeah. like, no, you're yellow. <laughs> I, just love, uh, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin here. It's pretty fucking fun. Um, Austin rips his suit. Yeah, he just like tears a piece of his suit right really off him. Really antagonizing. And then he tells him to take his yellow ass up the ramp. And a very, very irritated Vince McMahon <laughs> heads out. Match number four, back from break. Uh, Quebecers versus Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. This match was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Mainly due to Pierre. Like that. Dude. <laughs> that guy's a fucking animal. He goes, huh? He's just, the bumps he takes like on the yeah. apron and stuff is just, it's fucking crazy. It's amazing. He's still going. He had to have had a, a decent hiatus though, right? Like he had to have been just not doing it for 10 years and then came back. Or do you think he was always doing it on indie shows and we never really knew about it? I'd like to look into that. I would too. You'd think he'd have to, you know, stay in shape and at least be, f- I don't, yeah. He I don't could know. have been all fucked up and then been like, I'm going to give it one more go and gets clean or something. I could see a scenario with that too. Yeah. Starts training again. If yeah. he took 
a decade off or yeah. something. Yeah. Cue the Rocky. Um, I had the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> the montage. That's what I was going yes. for. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie versus Quebecers. Super fun. Cactus Jack gets the pin on Pierre after the double arm DDT. After the match, Road Dog comes out in a sling. Calls the uh, calls out the hardcore fossils. I love that. His words, not mine. Mick Foley heads up the ramp, but Billy Gunn comes through the crowd and just waffles Terry Funk with a chair. Smart man. All set up, and these four are going to meet at WrestleMania. I think we're only like two weeks out. Next up, Kane and Paul Bearer. They're in the ring. Paul's cutting a promo on The Undertaker, basically saying that Kane did him a favor by sending him away. But he messed up by coming back. Gong hits. Lights go out. And when they come back on, Undertaker's in the ring, kind of standing in the corner behind Kane and Paul Bear. Yep. And as soon as Kane turns around, the lights go out again, come back on, and the Phenom is nowhere to be seen. It's teleporting. Mind games, Adam. <laughs> Mind games. Match number five, we got the artist formerly known as Goldust versus Mark Marrow. This should have been a stand-by-your-man uh, strap match or something. <laughs> uh, Sable and Luna, they're handcuffed to the ring post. Match is terrible. Referee gets kind of like knocked out inadvertently, but Goldust takes full advantage. He just drops a leg on Mike Kyoto. <laughs> and, <then, laughs> and goes and into his pocket. He's like pickpockets him, for, pickpockets him for the key. Rob him while his friend's watching. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Biggie. Yeah. He, oh, today. Yeah. Damn. See, that's just serendipity, folks. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, he goes and pulls out the handcuff key. Kind of teases like he's going to go for Sable at first. And then he turns around and he unleashes Luna. And Luna, like, tell she ba- she gives Sable a makeover, basically. Like, yeah. And it, <laughs> it looks bad. At one point, I thought she was busted open. She had so much red, like, yes. makeup on her forehead. And you can tell. That Sable was legit fucking angry at this. Yeah, like, she was pissed. She's like yelling at Sergeant Slaughter, like, get these handcuffs off me. Yeah. Like, she had had enough and mm-hmm. she was fucking handcuffed to a ring post. And until she got <laughs> that key, she wasn't going anywhere and she was fucking hot, dude. Yeah, she was pissed. Oh, man. Then we get a sit down, pre recorded interview with Mike Tyson from good old JR. And I liked this. It was pretty good. Tyson like scoffed at the fact that JR was asking him how he can how he can be fair after aligning himself with DX. He's just like, life ain't fair, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, you ain't never you never stepped on anybody to get where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> so That's like bullshit. That. Yeah. You, you know yeah. you have. Yeah. Like, love, you use people. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> use people. You yeah. use people. It's <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. Uh I gotta feel like a lot of that too. Like, how do you script something for Mike Tyson? I feel like he's just gonna if you tried to get him to say something verbatim, like a full paragraph, not happening. No, you'd be like, take ninety six. Come on, Mike. Like, can, right? All right, we'll cobble this thing together at at a certain point. So I think he was just kind of going off the cuff on some of it. Yeah, I'm sure they just gave him a couple of bullet points. But here's what we kind of want you to hit. I loved it. it was I actually, good. really, the more I think about it, the more I liked it. Uh, main event time: we get Triple H versus Savio Vega, and Hunter has requested that he be granted extra security for this one. As Stone Cold Steve Austin's been out of control. So Los Bariquas and some officials surround the ring. Best security money can buy. <laughs> About a minute in. It can't even be a minute in. Austin's heading down the ramp and he gets right in the ring. Like <laughs> I don't even know if he had to put hands on one guy to get in the yeah, ring. Yeah, I think they just parted when they saw him coming. <laughs> 30 seconds into them after the bell rang. He stuns the referee. He stuns an agent. uh, Stuns Savio Vega. And then we see HBK in the ring. He was said to be in Texas. At that cool restaurant. What the hell? Yeah, he lays out Steve with some sweet chin music for the second week in a row. Show goes off the air. Like, it goes black with Triple H holding Austin while HBK is just swinging a steel chair at his melon. Yep. So and off she goes. I hope we see the the results of that. Me too. Uh, two more shows, two more Raws until WrestleMania 14. Nice sign of the times. Not as plentiful as last week. No, I got a couple signs. Were there was a lot of signs, but just nothing that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about today is the real Mike? Mm, didn't even see it. I dig it. Sunny, what a slut. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior will work for food. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Probably at this point, he might have been in that boat. Yeah. Brett, the quit man heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson is a puss. <laughs> Ooh, bring back special delivery Jones. <laughs> wow. I like that. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Oh, baby. Um, I'd say the biggest news in the figure world would probably be the AEW figure reveals at the FanFest ahead of Revolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you, watch, did you look at all those? I seen, I, I don't know if I saw them all, but I saw quite a few. So the biggest, I'd, I'd say the biggest takeaway was the Brody Lee negative one, two pack. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, very And awesome. that has to be coming out fairly soon. It's already up for pre-order on ringside, but they actually legit gave negative one. Yeah, I've a seen two pack. That. That's pretty sweet. So like sweet. if it's that far along, and, and even if that's like the prototype or whatever, to have packaging and stuff like that. Um, has to be pretty far along. Um, so that's, that's very cool for him. I, that kid, like, I hate, I can't, I can't say like, cause I'm sure he'd give it all up to have his dad back. Absolutely. But man, I love the fact that they've really welcomed him into the fold. And I keep thinking like, you know, they're doing everything they can yeah. to make sure that that kid has an awesome life. Right. Which is you cool. Know, because very of his, cool. what his dad meant to everybody. It's so fucking cool. Um, so we saw that. We saw wave two of the the buddies, which I don't even think wave one has actually been in stores yet. Really? Unless they're only available on like ringside or something. But wave two of the buddies, we saw Jericho, uh, Punk, Moxley, MJF, Lucha Bros, and Sting. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Then we also saw, okay, so uh, series one of the Supreme, which is like their, their, uh, answer to the ultimates yep so series one was kind of leaked in a in a video or a photo maybe a month or so ago where they saw they just kind of like saw it sitting there and it was labeled but they never actually revealed it but it was the Britt baker and the cody Mm -hmm. then we saw series two get revealed and it's kenny omega and Malachi Black. And the Malachi Black figure looks fucking crazy, dude. Like, now these are just kind of artist renditions or whatever, but I love the fact that they come with... Oh, yeah. I did see that with the two different heads with the cool horns. Yeah, and the, yeah. Like, I like that you can swap out the legs. Like That is cool. They're going above and beyond with these things, with these uh, Supremes. And maybe... You know I don't collect AEW figs. Mm-hmm. I did pre-order a couple of Thunder Roses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe that'll be my thing. Just the Supremes, because I can't see them making, they're not going to make three different Kenny Supremes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that would be almost way, your way to get like your one guy. And it's like super set. articulated, right? the best version of everybody. Like, yeah. And it's not 10 at a time or whatever. No, but, it's two yeah. at a time. So unrivaled is you're probably looking at, uh, it's probably, they're probably going to run like 30, 35 bucks or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what I'm, I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if those are available. I need a new drug. Right <laughs> it won't make me sick. <laughs> um, unrivaled series 11. Pretty sweet. That's going to be Adam Cole, baby. Another Chris Jericho. So the, they're doing these ones. Do you remember the when the inner circle did like the correctional facility? I don't know if it was in one of those special matches. I don't know if it was blood and guts or whatever. But yeah, where they dressed up like wherever their the nearest prison was. Like yeah, basically away yeah. from there. So basically, <laughs> all hometown. those guys are getting those. And Jericho's in this unrivaled series eleven in his get up along with Adam Cole, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, Penelope Ford, and Kip Sabian. What was the big? Um deal today with his figure online or something Jericho yeah it was like an autograph one or something no that was okay yes and no okay so at the fan fest you could purchase this uh shop aew exclusive Chris Jericho figure mm-hmm. it's one of three thousand okay and at the fan fest he was signing them I think they came pre-signed in a in a pink 
paint pen or whatever. It said like champion, Chris Jericho, whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I read that you had to pay for the signing and then you got a free gift at the signing and that was your free gift. Okay. Um, but the remainder of those went up for sale on shopaew.com and it like oh, crashed the, gotcha. the site. I think they were like 35 bucks a piece, but it's their first like shop exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so people bought them and are immediately trying to flip them for, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever, right. which all of those one out of three thousands go for. Uh, but these ones were not signed. Gotcha. Um, we also saw unrivaled series 10, which is Andrade with uh, Anna J, I think. Who was it? Andrade El Idolo, Miro, Wardlow, Taz, Britt Baker. Oh, it was Britt in the red gear. Mm. And Jake Hager, and he's in that correctional gear. I don't know. You guys should just honestly go to Ringside Collectibles and look at all these because they kind of lay them all out very nicely for you. Yeah. But uh, Thunder Rosa finally went up for pre-order. I think she's an unmatched Series 7. Which is a pretty good set because you get CM Punk, the Lucha Bros, uh, Pac, Hook, and Thunder Rosa. I gotta imagine wow. that's gonna be a, a pretty sought after uh, group set. there. Yeah. So good for her, and um, yeah, I I bought two of them. It's the first time I've ordered I've pre ordered an AEW figure in my life. Um, what else we got here? Oh, they also finally announced that they have stands for the ring for the AEW figures because the holes in the feet. Were too big to fit the elite stands. Oh, really? So nobody's had a, a way to stand their figures until now. Gotcha. Okay. Now that that's off. Knock off micro brawlers from the NES Pro Wrestling game. Did you see these? No. Let's go to Rush Collectibles on Instagram. There's they're twenty two bucks a piece. They're limited to four hundred each. Uh, and right now he's got Starman and Amazon up. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like I dig it. I kind of liked it too. <laughs> the carding looks really neat. It says like a winner is you or whatever. It's fucking pretty cool. And I like that the micro brawler type figures are, are, I guess I like and hate that they're able to be copied. Like, I feel like you can just find out a factory that makes those and contact them and get them to make whatever you want. As long as you're willing to buy 300 of them mm-hmm. or something, you know? Right. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, the Adam Cole micro brawler that the pre-order already ended for that, but apparently they're going to have 10 autographed units that will ship out randomly. So that's pretty cool. That'd be fun. That news broke on Thursday. So that was one day after we recorded and one day before the pre-order ended. I don't, I have, I can't imagine it was like, Oh, we're not pushing enough of these micro brawlers. We're going to sell more. Let's, let's, let's throw this out there, whatever. No. I have to imagine those coals were moving, man. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, this one I kind of like. Top Rope Tuesday back at Pro Wrestling Tees. And I always like this concept where they would put up one shirt for a week and then it's gone forever. Oh, right. And the first one they have is a Orange Cassidy Freshly Squeezed, which is the same as his normal shirt, but it's just on a black shirt. Yeah, but with when like you, the thumbs up. Yeah, but when you order from Pro Wrestling Tees, don't you normally get to choose the color shirt you wanted on anyways? I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I think I think only some have the option. Mm, okay. Either way, you're you're kicking off this brand again. It seems kind of lame. Yeah. With a design that you already, that already have. Saw. Yeah, go 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 original. Come original, bro. <laughs> what if a member of 311 passed on the state too and you could call back to that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 39. 311. <laughs> Oh man, uh, that's about all I got from the uh, from the figure news world. Uh, got anything new? No, I got a new uh, shipping update. I'll have my retros tomorrow. Yay! Yeah, a lot of people, I guess, orders were getting canceled. I saw that too after you told me about it. I was like, damn. So I'm I'm happy. It's in New Berlin right now. So oh, you're golden. Yeah, you're golden. Um, I got a couple new stickers from our boy Colt Cabana. Uh, one's, I don't know, classic little boom, boom, almost like his, uh, cardboard cutout head. Oh yeah. That's cool. And then this is his new design for his t-shirt that Maxwell street design. What's the deal with that? That's the street he lived on. It was, um, that he lived on. I think he, I think he has since, since moved, but I'm not sure. sure. Gotcha. I mean, I don't stalk the man. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to give out his address on the air. I get it. Yeah. Oh, snap. The other one the I Olympic got. The Olympic hero came in. 
Yeah, bald ass Kurt Angle micro brawler. This was one of the very first. Uh, first of all, I got this from a, a, a raffle in the micro brawler group from Brandon Peglo. Yeah, I think that's how I say that. I was also in this raffle. Yes, you were. Um, so this is one of the very first limited edition micro brawlers, and was one of those that went up for sale. Was gone immediately. Um, people still get like a hundred, hundred twenty-five for it. Oh yeah. Maybe not loose. I'm not sure, but um, he was like, "Hey, would anybody be interested in uh, a raffle if I did it for this Kurt Angle? Ten bucks a spot, ten spots." I was like, "That's perfect. I'll take those odds." You know? Hell yeah! And, and got in it. And what's so funny is when he he had some issue like uploading it or something. Yeah, like it was supposed to be done at this time or something. So I I like jumped on really late probably a half hour after he said it's supposed to be. And I just said, yeah, what is know, it? What's, what, what's the it? results or whatever? Yeah. And so he's like, uh, we're, I guess what happened was the video had to be approved by like the admins or something. Okay. So he's waiting for that process to go down, but whatever. Um, I think it was like on a Saturday or something. I don't know. I'm with the fam. I can't just like watch the, I don't, I don't want to watch this raffle video, but I see that he's doing it on like a wheel. Like a prize wheel kind of thing. Yeah, it was so after like, JWA, so it was a Saturday. Okay, yep. So I go home and I'm like, and that makes even more sense because worked all day, then did JWA show. Yep. I'm home now. Um, children and wife kind of need my attention. Right. So I'm like, well, I want to see this video, or whatever. So like, I put it on and I got it on mute, and I watched the fucking wheel go <laughs> lands on somebody. I'm like, oh, okay, good for that, good for that asshole. And I turn it off and like. Set it down. Oh, you didn't know it was elimination? No, I had oh! no idea. So later on, you text me. You're like, dude, that raffle with like an exclamation point or something. And I was like. Yeah, because I didn't want to. I was like. I didn't want to like a winner is you. Yeah, but you <laughs> you seemed excited. Yes. So I was like, did I, did I. Then I thought, did I watch the wrong video or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, did I watch the wrong video? And And you're like. I said, did I win or whatever? Like, I was, jo- I was yeah, joking. Did one of us win? I was joking at that point. You're like, you you won, you suck, or something like that. And I was like, oh. And I was like, wait a minute. I watched a video. I saw a guy, his name hit or whatever. So then everybody goes to sleep. I pull the video back up, and then I realize it's elimination style, which I like. It was so fun. It was very fun. Me and my wife are watching it, and I'm like, I think I go out maybe on the third or fourth or something. But I'm yeah. like, all right, all right. So now we're rooting for Matt. And then, yeah, we're in there. I'm like, oh, shit. He's, now he's got a whatever chance. Every time, now he's got every a time, 25% chance. Now he's got yeah. 50%. <laughs> every time someone gets eliminated, everybody's piece of the pie gets slightly larger yes. on the wheel. It's pretty fun. And to the point where then it's just half and half. And it's just spinning. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way it's not going to. So I really liked that. Um, and it's one of those things where. I don't think it's the greatest micro brawler of all time, um, but it is one of those higher dollar ones. And I would have never purchased this. I right. would have never shelled out. No, I would have probably never shelled out 50 for this. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. So it's like, I'm, I'm happy to add it to the old collection. Um, and, and my text was, was supposed to be in the key. You of, won. All right. Just making sure you got that. You suck. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> God bless you. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red what you want to talk about? Revolution? Oh, man. Revolution. Should we talk about Revolution or should we talk about the Dynamite Rampage leading up to it first? I, mean, I guess I don't to... really care. Let's do Revolution. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I dug it. The one, of the one of the biggest things AEW has going with just doing the four pay-per-views a year, there's not been a bad one yet. It's mm-hmm. like NXT TakeOver in its prime. Yeah, like true. Good comparison. Oh, dude, it's so good. Um, show started off with Eddie Kingston 
submitting Chris Jericho, which... <sighs> what pisses me off is that Chris Jericho promised something and he did not deliver. Yeah. That was to shake the man's hand yeah. after it happened. So tonight there's going to be a confrontation. They sure. Said. But it's just going to further the story, right? Like, oh, yeah. And then that's awesome. Good. Good. Because I kind of want to see more of this. I do too. So I got to see where it goes. If, if he would have, if Kingston submitted him and Jericho just shakes his hand, then all the heat's off that. Like, it's it's over. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. This is a way we might be able to get a little, might a little get a more squeeze out of the <laughs> juice out of this squeeze, man. But I dug it. Um, MJF versus uh, CM Punk. Ooh, Fucking bloodbath. The old school punk music. And get up. Okay. <laughs> that music did nothing for me because I didn't know. I didn't know I who didn't the know fuck it was. Thank God. Deathmatch Jake was down here, and as soon as it happened, now we would have put two and two together because when he comes out, he's in that like black and white basketball shorts and shit. Yeah. Like you've seen him wear that get up in ROH. So For I sure. probably would have been like, Oh, that must be the music, especially when you see the crowd singing along and your stuff, you're like, Yeah. That that must have been what he wore in Ring of Honor or whatever. But when I'm first introduced to CM Punk, it's Kill Switch Engage. Right. Which I fucking love still. Um, but that match was fucking brutal. Yes. Uh, Wardlow comes down. Max calls for Wardlow. Wardlow comes down, does the slash in November rain. Yeah, <laughs> like, can't find the ring. Yeah. Um, no Duff McKagan to help him out. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so then what happens? So Punk, did, Punk hits to go to sleep. And then Wardlow all of a sudden finds the ring, sets it on the apron or whatever, and then Punk drills him with it for the win. So good. Fucking great storytelling. That whole feud has been awesome. Yes. Um, I don't know where they go from here. I I have to imagine it's probably pretty much over. I would think so. I think MJF turns his sights now on Wardlow, right? I would think so. And yeah. this thing's gone, what, five months probably they've been feuding? It's been yeah, awesome. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a well-told story throughout. Yeah, I it's good it. shit. Um, main event, <laughs> we had a few. I, I I remember bits of the main event. Like, I remember liking it at the time. And with the Bleacher Report, it's not like Fight where you can watch it anytime. Right. But you get replays of that thing for the next 72 hours or something. So mm. I went back and watched most of... Uh, I watched about the first half of the show, and then I went to the end. Jumped to Colin. And it was a hell of a match, man. It was. It was good. Um, we did scorecards. Oh, yeah. Who won that? Uh, well, first of all, neither one of us did great. Yeah. I'm um, fine with that. <laughs> um, if I t- by the way, if I totaled Jake and, and your father-in-laws, uh-huh. I think your dad, I think Don filled out one match and Jake filled out like three and then they must have just like, fuck it. <laughs> so I didn't even tell you theirs. Um, so out of a possible 193 points. Uh, you had 79, <laughs> and I had 93. Damn. It's not very good. Um, but we called most of them. I mean, most of the matches we kind of called. I tried to get cute with that Moxley Danielson one yeah. and write down no contest, mm. which it was like almost there. You know what I mean? Like It was. You could have still got that ending. Oh, William Regal comes out, and he's like, nah, boys. Yeah, <laughs> like, slapping and headbutting them. Yeah, could like you could have still like – I. The way I saw it going was they're just going to start brawling and then, like, either not listen to the referee and the referee is just like, fuck this, ring the bell. Yeah. Or they're just going to brawl on the outside. They both get counted out. Yep. And that's just how I thought the match was going to play out. Instead, uh, Moxley kind of gets a, a cheap pin. Right. As Danielson had him in, like, a sleeper or something. Yeah, and then he just rolled him over. Yeah, so he gets kind of a cheap pin. Uh, gets the win, and then yeah, fucking William Regal comes out, and he's like, "Now shake hands!" Like it's so fucking awesome. Did you see any of the um, preview for tonight for Dynamite? Negative. So the tag team of Mox and DB, wait, BD, yeah, <laughs> Brian BD, BD. <laughs> uh, managed by Lord Stephen Regal against oh, Stephen Regal is what they're going with. Oh wait, William. No, right, it's William. Good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was going WCW style. Well, yeah. You never know. Against uh, the Workhorseman? Yeah. Who's that? I think it's 
Uh, who's the big dude that's, um, God damn it. He's got the beard. He's with, I feel, I feel like it's an offshoot of QT's guys. I'm talking about. Oh, uh, it's that Camarado guy. Is that I, one of them? I almost <laughs> want to say the, um, the work horseman. Yeah. Look it up. But I feel like it's that one dude that was in the, uh, wingman or something. I thought it looked like that dude to me, but maybe it's not. Maybe they're new. It's kind of a decent name. Mm. It's no war ho- horseman. <laughs> <laughs> the work horseman. Uh, team consisting of members Anthony Henry and James Drake. Oh, Drake, right? Or is that a different Drake? <laughs> is that Champagne Poppy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Drake Younger? <laughs> is he going to bring a weed whacker to the ring or something? <laughs> I'll have to see him. There might be three Drakes. Jesus Christ. One's from Canada. Too many Drakes. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, they also debuted a new women's championship belt, which Thunder Rosa got fucked over on, but whatever. Yeah, what the hell? What else do you want to chat about? Mm. AC Dub Wisconsin? We were there live. Yes. Seems like so long ago, right? <laughs> it doesn't seem like... No, it's not no? Ter- no. Goodness sakes. It was a weekend of wrestling for us, man. It was man. a good weekend. Yeah, how yeah. about uh, Cypher and your boy Roy advancing in the tag tournament? Yes. I like those cool. two together. I do, too, because you get, like, it's just opposite ends of the pole, man. Those guys. It's fun. What else do we see? Uh, oh, Drake Daniels defeated our boy Randy Fitzsimmons to retain the ACW Water City champion. Randy Shit. gave it a good go. Drake looked right at me. He goes, I'm sick of seeing you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you love me, Drake. Um, what else we got? Do, 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 do. Oh, priceless Preston Palmer and Ethan Matthews versus Joey Avalon and Sierra was an awesome. Oh, match. yeah, that was a banger. That was a great freaking match. Um, Salem Crane defeated Backwoods Brown by a DQ after Backwoods Brown put his hands on Mark Bitters. How dare you? I yeah, can't be touching an official. And then the Players Club defeated Miles Mason and Jaden Mercer, the Spectre, to What's advance. What's going to go on with those guys? It seems like there's a lot of tension with, in, inside the Players Club. Yeah. I hope Big Cat ends up being the one that turns. I do, too. Actually, you said Nobody that. would see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everybody's like, Jay Cash is a little grimy. I could see right. him doing it. Right. But no. Nobody thinks the Big Cat's going to do it. I like it. It's a good I idea. Too. Book it. Did you see Leon White, Big Van Vader going into the Hall of Fame? Yes. I <sighs> I really thought that like Undertaker was going to roll in alone. So did I, but apparently not. I mean, <clears throat> it, what do we got? Less less than a month to, to that's mania. Fine. Yeah, that's, that's actually plenty of time. They'll start they'll start saying the people now. What's it? So, I heard I heard maybe uh, Sid Vicious is. I've on seen that the way. name bantered about too. But what's weird is when you usually see a name. It's usually confirmed like hours later. Yeah. So it's kind of strange. But uh, I, I mean, I definitely like that. And you look at this time period, like we're in the retro raw thing 24 years ago. Sid, a major player, not long before that. Right. Undertaker, a major player, obviously all the way throughout. But Vader just coming off a huge run. Um, it, it kind of sucks. I saw after the announcement, stories kind of surfaced about how much this meant to Vader. And like he would talk to people about like he want. He, I, a lot oh, of people dude. could give a fuck less about being in the WWE Hall of Fame. Seemed like it really meant something to Vader. Yeah, I saw a tweet from Mick Foley yes. in like 2016 or yeah. some shit. And it's Come just, on. <clears throat> it's like, you could have did this when he was here. Totally, man. Give him his flowers while he's still with us. Uh, he definitely deserves to be in. You look up that guy's fucking accolades, man. Like IWGP heavyweight champion three times. WCW Heavyweight Championship three times. He won the IWGP tag belts with Bam Bam Bigelow once. Nice. Um, I'm sure he held like United States titles. Oh yeah, I'm sure um, it's a laundry list. Oh, I and then I checked. I wanted to see how high he ever got in the PWI 500. Take a stab. Three. Number two. WCW in 1993. Second mm-hmm. only Bret the Hitman Hart. I like it. Fucking awesome, dude! Like he deserves it. I love to see that. And, and and honestly, if Sid goes in too, I'd be I'd be super happy for that. Hell yeah! Then you have your headliner. You know they follow a formula. You got your headliner. You got your deceased. You got your dead guy. Sid, 
you just throw a guy in there. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a lady and, and a tag. A lady, a tag, and an African American or minority, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, minority. That's a way better way to say it because yeah, it could go. Well, it could. Yeah. Like okay, gotcha. But it can't. They can't check more than one of those boxes. It, it can't be all white folks. No. Yeah. What I'm saying is they're not going to put another dead minority in there, right? Sure. Now. <laughs> sure. Like Vince is not going to let it check too many boxes. No. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, I still haven't heard if they're actually selling tickets for the Hall of Fame, or somebody said it's just going to go on like after a SmackDown taping that Friday. Yeah, that seems weird. That's what I heard from. Uh... When the hell? Are, okay, so NXT stand Vince and deliver. Averill. That's what I heard it from. Oh, did you? Yeah. NXT stand and deliver is happening in Dallas. It's going to be their first show since the uh, since two No, it's going to be their first pay per view out of that performance center since COVID first hit. Oh, really? Yeah, like they've never done another show out of there since. Wow. So, yeah, that makes sense. Which. When is that going to run? Because if you're going to do Friday night SmackDown and then the Hall of Fame, Saturday and Sunday are both occupied by WrestleMania. You're going to run. What did they do last? Uh, I, I can't remember. But again, last time was during the quarantine, so it doesn't really matter. It's, you can't like look at that. Unless they just do Raw. They do they do Mania Saturday, Sunday, Raw after Mania Monday. Tuesday. NXT Tuesday. I betcha. I betcha that's what they do. Ugh. That sucks. That does suck. <laughs> that sucks. Um, you see that Dolph's their champ? Yes. Won the NXT championship last sweet. night. Yeah. Lots of titles changing hands in the old E. Yeah. No uh, shit. RK Bro won the tag titles last night. Yes. Ricochet won the IC title a week ago. Yep. Sammy. Dolph. La- oh, yeah. That was Sammy and then Dolph. And then I thought there was one more, too. I don't think so. But yeah, U.S. title. Damian Priest, right? No, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah that was like two weeks ago also. Yeah, yeah it's fucking there crazy. There we go. Usually you would have kind of like your pawns in place going into Mania. It seems like they're just shuffling things around. Let's get to this Austin thing. Okay. And then I want to talk about Vince McMahon on Pat McAfee. Oh, hell yeah. Because that was awesome. Um, do you... Th- they're they're really leaving the door wide open as to what he's going to be doing there. Um, anything from just showing up to be on the KO show mm-hmm. to all the way to having a full fledged match and everything in between. They're like, I don't care if it's a. F-. You watch the Stone Cold video, right? Yeah, he's like, right, you can fucking- call it you can call it a, a fight, you can call it a, a TV show, <laughs> yeah. talk show, you can call it a match. The way that he's like. I feel like they're just not ready. I feel like they want him to have a match. I think so too. But I don't think he's ready to commit yet. Even he looked great. Looks good. Did you see Bubba Dudley's coming up uh, on the Broken Skull sessions pretty quick? My, probably. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Probably That'd be good. after Mania. I bet it'd be, be good, good too. Yeah. Um, but no, Stone Cold's looking fucking good. But I have to. I have to imagine that the ball's still in his court, and he's probably just been like, "I'll I'll agree to be at Mania." Yeah. And then we'll go from there, yeah, kind of thing. But I hope he gets a match because if he doesn't, Kevin Owens doesn't get a match, which you know kind of sucks, right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see more than him. Just uh, it'll still rule, though. If he, if all he does is come out and drops a stunner and chugs beers, it's still going to be cool. Yeah, I, a match would be nice, but how do you even the like, way? Go ahead. It, it's not. This isn't like an Edge or a Christian or a uh, Brian Danielson situation where they're like, "Oh, you're good to go now." I, I feel like he's like. Do we know that though? I guess we don't. I don't know that. I would love that. That'd be sweet. Um, the way the, in his video where he's like hearkening back to the past, and he's like, 19 years ago, I had my last match, you know, and the Rock dropped me with four rock bottoms or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and I have rolled off into the sunset, and. Now WrestleMania is in Dallas, the place where he got to start. Like, right? He the he could st- he could not do it. Trust me, but mm-hmm. I feel like I feel I hope like so. we're gonna get a match. I feel I, I I hope so. I you're right with him talking like that. You awoken something inside of me that I ain't had nineteen <laughs> yeah. years, son. Yeah, yeah that, that, that kind awesome. of shit. Yeah, I'm all for it. I hope so, but I just I wonder. I know? just don't want it to suck. Don't want it to suck. Yeah, we don't need a 
But with like a Goldberg Undertaker no, situation or something. But with, with Stone Cold style, he's a brawler. Like true. So yeah, you don't have to jump off of a fucking balcony onto three tables. Exactly. Thing, which that was awesome. <laughs> Did you see yeah. that fan video of the person that's in that balcony like no. right next to Sting? No. Watch that. Yeah. Because the fans keep patting him on the back. It looks like one of them shoved him. <laughs> no, that's what I thought was going to happen, yeah. though. Like, I was waiting for him to be like, don't fucking touch me. I'm going to yeah. jump off this thing. <laughs> and they just keep doing it. And, he, and it's awesome just from that vantage point. You know? I can't believe he did that. Dude, good oh, on him. I cannot freaking believe he did that. Maybe Steve saw Steve and was like, well, hell, Steve's doing it. <laughs> Sign me up with KO. <laughs> oh, man. The, the Vince McMahon... It was talked about for like almost a week before it happened about the him being on McAfee. Had you watched much Pat Pat McAfee or listened to much Pat McAfee his show before no, this? Only Brock clips. I hadn't even when seen when he was that. on there. Yeah. Um. Occasionally, I would um hop on when he'd have Aaron Rodgers on. Oh yeah. Rodgers Sorry. would be on there like Sorry. every Tuesday. I, I I listened to some of that too. Um, mostly during the drama. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> um, but this was so freaking cool. And it was one of those things where like, I didn't want to download it on my phone. Like I wanted to see it. Normally I don't care. I'll, I'll listen to a podcast. I don't really care to see the video aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Boy, am I, but I was like, this is, this is like a spectacle. This is a treat. Like when's the last time Vince McMahon sat down to have any sort of interview in an environment that wasn't his. 100% controlled by him. Right. Um, he controls his narrative, Adam. Fucking A. <laughs> um, Is it EC3 of his? No. <laughs> I didn't either. I heard weird shit. <laughs> like you can like go in a room and yell shit. it. Yeah. I guess only one guy did it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I heard it's like, is it really like for real fighting? I don't know. I didn't pay I attention. Know. I'll. Maybe I'll I heard it's like a fight club. <laughs> <laughs> it's raw underground. Yeah, avocados. Um. So no, my I'm like I have to watch this. So like I go home and I fire up YouTube on the TV, and I'm like, dude, you see Vince McMahon come in, and I'm first. My like first initial reaction was like, oh, for one, Vince looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, and for two, like I can't believe how bro jo uh, pat mcafee is like oh yeah like i can't believe that he wasn't i'd be shitting myself if i'm sitting there like having an interview with vince mcmahon especially when he's like my boss right yeah and pat's just like no fuck that bro you're the you're the best and like you're vince i can't believe this shit dude <laughs> yeah you know vince fucking mcmahon like i don't i just loved that um i did too i liked it a lot i thought that vince gave us an awesome, like, look into the side of his head, like, yeah, just gave. It's so weird because you hear people talk about how out of touch he is, but in that interview, he seemed like whether you like what he's doing or not, it doesn't seem like he doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he seems like he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's been doing it this long, yeah. But um, yeah. So like a good example would be, you know, when you no. <sighs> You messed up on something. Do you think you messed up? Do you like go back and think about that? Do you or and he's like, you just keep going, you know, keep moving forward. I, or you work nonstop. Um, don't you ever think about retiring or what? You know, he's just like, but this isn't work. It's not. Yeah, he's like, I have so much fun doing this. I have it's fun not doing work. This. That's not work to me. So I'll, I'm not gonna <laughs> give it up. I know, like shit like that. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, but. The way he explains it, you're like, this is what this guy does. Yeah. You know? And I love at points, like, Pat McAfee would get so excited. He'd, like, get out of his chair, and he's like, dude! Oh, goddamn! <laughs> you hear uh, him? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. What a fucking flex, by the way. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. you caught that. Right. He's like, what? And Vince is like, what? And he's like, you said when I get tired, which is very rare. <laughs> Just in nonchalant <laughs> or whatever. Um, I wanted it for the For anybody that didn't hear it, I do have a clip. And this came, so... I also want to say this. I don't know if Vince kind of like, there comes a point where McAfee is kind of like wrapping up the conversation and Vince is like, wait, we could, you know. Oh, wait, is this over? Well, v Vince wanted to get his shit in, which was offering McAfee the match. The match. Um, and it didn't come up organically. He just kind of like got it in there. And then after that, 
I think Mc, I don't know if he knew that they were still recording or something, but it seemed like after that, it was just dude time with Vince McMahon. Mm. Like they're when, asking when him all kinds. Buddy is asked the question. Yeah, I think he knew still. He probably did, but I think it was so less cookie cutter answers. Th- yeah, that's true. And he was Vince is even cur- like f bombing and yeah, stuff. And it like, is weird at that point too because like the first dude asks a question and like Vince cuts him off and like starts talking. He's like, "Oh, I'm, I might cut you off anyway if we're doing this or yeah. something like that." It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. I, I but but then that that last bit, the last like. 30 minutes i actually enjoyed more than the first like hour i think yeah me too um but so the the audio that i bit because i want you guys to hear how for one like how cool vince mcmahon came off in this interview for two how much of a fan pat mcafee is Mm -hmm. because when he does this little spiel like he would a person that wasn't a fucking diehard wrestling fan you wouldn't get this out of. So, anyways, this is this is like right when Vince McMahon is about to offer him um, this match. Uh, so, w- with that, it's like I, I'd like to offer you a, an opportunity to actually wrestle at WrestleMania. Oh, it'd be a dream, boss. In the ring. Now, it's it would be the difference though when you played for the Colts. It'd be the difference of like, okay, you're the punter. Okay. But now, in the ring, you're gonna be a linebacker. 24 tackles in the NFL. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a fucking dream, obviously. And by the way, there's been a lot of chatter on the internet about me getting back into the ring and wrestling at WrestleMania. And I've had so many torn, conflicted feelings because, you know, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of vitamins that go into these lungs, Vince, and like the, the, the things coming up. But WrestleMania is something I've obviously stolen from you. By the way, back in the day, we'd go to whoever had the black box would steal WrestleMania. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. I probably owe you like seven, eight, ninety nine or so or like that for that whole thing. But obviously, it is the standard at WrestleMania. I would love to. That'd be an absolute I'd love honor. To see you in the ring. We'll find some worthy opponent for you. Put you in the ring. Oh, wow. Awesome. Holy shit. Hey, huh? Did you yep. see the ring when you walked by, by the I way? I did. I was impressed you have your own ring. Yeah, I got it. Lo- it looks like a standard WA ring. Well, listen, I don't know if that's how hard your rings are, but goddamn, that thing hurts. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that thing hurts like hell. This is incredible, by that's the way. Awesome. Is this a real deal? I mean, are we really. Yep. No, I don't bullshit. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that. Let's, Let's go. go. Here go. we go. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, dude. Huh? Huh? What? 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 Hey, I got a big right hand. What? What? Big right foot. What? Wait till I bring that goddamn knee out. What? And then the millions. And millions! The people will go banana lands when that left with the rolly on it comes from the pocket. All right, in the kisser. What? Hey, that's awesome, man. I'm pretty excited. I think it'll work. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah. Let's go. You versus Taker? <laughs> That's one of the cronies. I don't yeah. know who that was. You uh, versus Taker? Oh, I don't think you do that. Oh, what, are you going too far? No, but how awesome is that? It's fucking fun. <laughs> I, I never felt like uh, like I could hang out with Pat McAfee until I watched that, and I'm like, this guy is just a fucking dude, man. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. I like the Irish uh and the Irish comes out and I'm sometimes like, oh, we are fuck out of it. It cracks me up. <laughs> I like how when he stops everything, hey, hey, you're a fucking billionaire. <laughs> he's like, he's like yeah. Vince is like, I don't really look at my bank account. He's like, hey. It's a big bet. A lot of zeros. Lot of zero. lot of zero. You got a lot of money, Bob. You got a lot of fucking money in there. <laughs> that kind of shit is the best. Yeah, it was entertaining as oh, shit. Oh, man. I loved it. Anything else you want to chit-chat about or you want to get oh, on Do we need a recommendation? Oh, I'm so glad because last week his recommendation we already watched. Yes, which was the Ratty awesome. Daddy, right? Mm, y- yes. Yeah. No, no, no. It no. was Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac and Speedball Mike Bailey. Correct the mundo. All right, so yeah, we do have one this week. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison, and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we've got, you know it, a banger. As we're going back to New Japan, where we haven't been in a while, for New Japan Cup with Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii. And, man, these guys always beat the crap out of each other. And this might actually be my favorite match they've ever had against each other. 
You can obviously check that out on New Japan World. And I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this match. And check me out on Instagram at PuroDad. Oh, that'd be fun. You know that's a good time. I was just thinking that. It's I'm like, man, slam bonanza. I have not watched some New Japan in a minute. I only watched one night of the of the Kingdom. cup so far. Oh, okay. That just started, um, right? Yeah, it started. Uh, I mean, they've had a couple nights. But, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's just started. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen. I saw that match, though. Um, but, no, that'll be fun. Uh, I, maybe the last time I saw those guys. It had to be the G1. It was the last time I saw those two guys lock up. And, man, those they bring it. And if he says this is the best one he's seen, then that's saying something. So Hell, yeah. Interesting. Uh, interested in that. Follow us on the socials. Please do. Um, we are at Dorkside OTR. If you're going to be in the southern Wisconsin area, we do have JWA Superstars and Collectibles 4 coming your way on March 26th. Yes. Uh, check the social media for that, too. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you here next week. Thanks, guys. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling. Bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling. Bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 